Well, hello again, and welcome back to the True Radiance podcast. Today's episode is all about self-care. Are you aware of self-care? You probably are. It's a buzzword. But um, do you do it for yourself? Do you incorporate it into your schedule? And do you know the different categories? Because there's more than one. But today... I just want to be speaking about different categories. What are some examples? Can we incorporate it? And what are we going to do for this year? Um, Because self-care is so, so important to keep us having the energy to not only continue on as the best people we can be, but also serve others in a great way. So hopefully you enjoy this. Have a listen, write down some notes. And I just want to thank you so, so much for coming back. Um, And it's lovely to have you here. So enjoy this episode. Self-care. Now, I've started this podcast just chatting about um, different things that, like when I do start of the year workshops with um, the girls, um, with the young girls, or whether we do, you know, some mentoring sessions and we talk about um, different areas that, you know, that help us be the best that we can be. And so that's what I wanted to start this year with. And so far, you know, we've talked about um, just goal setting or new year, new you trying not to get caught up in that that whole like I have to look different etc etc um and so this week I wanted to focus on self-care because self-care is an interesting one I think for a long time I mean it it is a buzzword (laughs) totally a buzzword um now um but I think sometimes we can think that it's actually selfish to do self-care, but it's, it's not. It's a thing that we actually need and we need to think about. And I think especially after um, so many years um, now of, you know, we were working so hard. It's it's always in our society is to work hard, to push. And then we had COVID years where suddenly everything broke down. And it was very different. But you then had different things that you needed to um, care for. So what is self-care? And so today we're going to talk, I just wanted to, yeah, chat about self-care and the different categories of self-care. Um, I, my personal self, have not been super great at self-care. I think I'm better now. Um, but I definitely... Um, prior to COVID especially, just push, 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 push myself until I'd get either totally exhausted, sick, or, um, you know, just, I had this, I'd get this feeling that like my nerves were on end, um, you know, like you feel really shaky or something and then you just need to cry and then you're good. I don't know about you, what, did you have anything similar to that or was it you just keep pushing yourself till your body breaks uh, there's so many different different things and we would do it and then not recognize the signs necessarily that we needed to slow down but funnily enough self-care can be 
simply added into our routine and should be added into our appointments with ourselves each week. Um, <clears throat> so what is self-care? Self-care is the practice of, you know, taking any action to preserve or improve your well-being. And it's also about knowing when your resources are running low and giving yourself the time and space to recharge and take care of yourself. Um, that's not selfish. That just makes you the person, you a better person and have the resources to then help others, especially if you, uh, you know, in your workplace as a mum, as a carer or as just a, a good friend, you can't be a good friend if you are at the end of your um, resources. If you are totally worn out and nothing left, you can't keep pushing yourself because <clears throat> you'll get sick. So it's so important to make self-care a non-reschedulable appointment with yourself. Um, you know, put it into your calendar and your, and set reminders if you need to to just take those breaks and to give yourself that little bit of time to rest, recuperate, and then um, <clears throat> you'll recover quicker and all of those things. So what I don't know about you, um, but what are your favorite self-care things? I'll, I'll ask that first. Like I'm going to break down the categories of self-care and, you know, give some examples of what that might be. But um, what is something that you do for yourself? I think it'd be really important, you know, to write those things down. Is there something that you do that makes you feel like you've gained some energy back? Um, are there things that you actually really enjoy but you don't get to do? You should maybe write that list down. Um, because I think sometimes we think they're a waste of time. Um, I haven't been a good rester, I think. Uh, like, yeah, rest is so important for our bodies um, in so many different ways. And, and you know, that doesn't have to be, oh, I just sit around, I need to be in bed for ages. It just, resting just means stopping your everyday um activities or work things or whatever just to give your brain some space as well so um you know maybe while while we're going through this or after this you might want to write down things that you enjoy that give you energy and see if you can incorporate them into your your scheduled week um because if it's in there as an important scheduled event then you'll do it and you'll be a better person for it. Um, so the categories for self-care, and I don't know, you look, you might have, you've probably heard all this before and you might be like, yeah, Beck, I've heard it all. But this is the thing about going over and over and over something. And uh, we always laugh about this when talking with teenagers and young people because, you know, they can hear it from, you can hear it from your parents over and over again and you think, nah. But when you hear it from someone else, you go, yeah, that's a really good idea. Um, <laughs> and you know what? As adults, I think we're pretty much the same. We can hear it from people we care about or who are in our lives who tell us stuff all the time. And we just like, oh, you just keep telling me. And then someone else suggests it on um, you know, social media or a speaker that you listen to or a podcast that you listen to. And you're like, yeah, that's really good and important. So hopefully that's where we're at. Um, and 
that this might just trigger you to make that an important part of your life this year in 2023. So the categories of self-care, you've got mental, you've got spiritual, you've got emotional, you've got physical, social and professional. Now with me just saying that, what do you instantly think, what resonates with you instantly that you need to care about a bit more? Mental, spiritual, emotional, physical, social and professional. And there are elements of each of those categories. I think that we need a little bit of everything. Um, it sometimes depends on our personality as well. Um, you know, being an extrovert, being an introvert might change a bit, but it's you still need these categories. I think they're the same for everybody um, and important. So let's just break them down just a little bit, um, starting with mental. So obviously mental self-care involves activities that help you to declutter your mind and reduce your stress levels. Super important. I think there's probably a lot there that we need to do. But examples of this, what, what could they be? Reading a book, uh, coloring in, um, maybe decluttering your home or playing a game, just doing a puzzle, doing a hobby, partaking in a hobby, or um, maybe just staring out the window for a bit, you know, letting your thoughts bounce around. Being creative can really help your mental set and just help your stress levels. Um, I find that for me, like I love reading, but I haven't had a lot of chance to do that because it's like my mind's got so many different things going on. And Often I do have a lot of things going on in my mind because, um, you know, I do run a couple of businesses. Um, I'm a singer, so I'm constantly learning new songs. I'm hearing things. I'm thinking about students. I'm thinking about family, um, taking on new things all the time. So your brain's constantly going. So you need to calm that down. And for me, a lot of times it is... Um, important to just read something that's totally it could be just watching tv even just watching a show that makes you laugh um, or just you don't have to think for a while um, take a nap you know those kind of things where your brain can shut off for a little minute and you let it I think that's the important thing is letting your brain shut off because we don't often do that um, so what are your mental self-care activities? Have you got any that you really enjoy? Maybe you've got some that you haven't done yet and you'd like to. Write them down. Get them in your diary. Spiritual. That's the second category. So spiritual self-care um, can be anything meaningful, you know, that ignites a sense of sacredness within you. Um most spiritual self-care practices revolve around, you know, something that you need, like the need for connection, the need for purpose and happiness, um, you know, that, and that can go on all different levels. Um, you've got examples of that would be like meditation, yoga, 
uh, being in nature, um, praying, worshipping, finding a spiritual community, um, acts of kindness, you know, volunteering can help that. Um, for me, yeah, it's praying, it's putting on, um, you know, some Christian music and singing along. It's actually just singing in general. A lot of times just singing um, connects me and makes me feel that. But just knowing that, um, you know, it's not just me here by myself. There's greater things um, and a greater uh, force and being. Um, just helps you feel not like you know you've got that connection you've got the purpose um and sometimes we feel like we're flailing about this helps this just bringing it back focusing on something can really really help um what are your spiritual categories now and everyone has them doesn't matter what you believe you you need to connect with yourself but you need to connect with this purpose connection and feeling and feelings of happiness um and what you're supposed to do in this world that's really really important so think about that next category emotional emotional self-care involves um, identifying your feelings and rather than trying to avoid or fix them, learning to stay with those feelings and honour them before moving forward. Um, examples of this, positive affirmations, giving yourself an opportunity to have a good laugh and cry, um, cuddles with your pet, um, watching a feel-good movie. Um, it's connecting yourself with your emotions. Now, it's really interesting. Um, I I enjoy looking at different, um, you know, personality tests. I do love the Enneagram. Um, if you've not ever heard that, look, look it up. Um, my Enneagram number, I'm, I'm a seven. And something that we do is we tend to be the life of the party. We're often extroverts. Um, we are always looking at the next thing. Um, but we do have a habit of not of avoiding that negative feelings, um, and you know you don't like lingering in those feelings for very long, um, which is a learned skill for those of us <laughs> sevens. And I, I have had to do that because I think, especially through COVID, um, it was learning to deal with, you know grieving over loss of jobs, over life as it was. Um, you can't always be happy. You can't always put a positive spin on something. And that was hard. So I had to deal with that. Um, but you had a lot of time to deal with that. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a matter of actually um, giving yourself the opportunity to feel what you're feeling, whether that's negative or positive. Um, and often a good cry is a good way of getting everything out. Sometimes I cry and I, <laughs> but I'm like laugh crying because I don't really know why I'm crying, but it's just getting it out and it makes it feel good. What about you? What are your emotional self-care activities? And are you good with your emotions? Um, that's another 
another thing. You might be really good with it and it might be fine. Um, and, you know, as I said earlier, all of these things, you might be fine with some of them. It's just others you want to work on because you've tried everything else. So that's important too. So the next category, number four, is physical. So physical self-care um, obviously centers around the health and well-being of your body. Um, examples, good nutrition, daily exercise, yoga, vacations, you know, massages, warm baths. Um, getting outside, getting some sun and some vitamin D, um, having a dance, just enjoying the fact that your body moves and that you have an amazing tool that allows you to get through life. Um, that is like amazing. Um, it's funny for me, I feel, cause I, I, I do love, um, you know, doing workouts, all different ones. I get bored pretty easy. I don't like long workouts, but I do enjoy doing them. I love walks outside. Um, it's, it was very different when I was pregnant to have, on one side, I'm amazed at what your body can do. Uh, and on the other side, I remember saying that I couldn't remember what it was like to be able to turn over in bed without, <laughs> without it being a really hard thing to do um and you know you just want to be able to pick things up or do this quickly and you couldn't um but that but again that's a different physical um thing to look at and just be amazed at how your body does stuff so to give back to that and to treasure the fact that your body does so much for you it is important to look after it so what are your physical uh self-care activities what do you do that really um helps you just to get your energy back well maybe that's something that you really want to look at this year is the physical side of things i don't know the next category is social so social self-care involves spending time with the people that are important to you um it is often easy to neglect relationships when life gets busy isn't it but it's important for our well-being to nurture them um, some examples of this would be, you know, scheduling regular phone catch-ups or like catch-ups with friends, um, hosting a games night, going on date night, um, writing a card and mailing it to a loved one, writing emails or even just Facebook catch-ups. Um, I'm a very social person, social... <sighs> When I catch up with people, that does give me energy. Um, I love being that. I do also like my, as I've grown older, I've noticed I really like my quiet time as well. Um, my husband is very different to me in that regard. Um, he He's much more of an introvert. And, and so his it doesn't energize him like it does me. Um, and so it's really interesting when, when that is the case. I know what I need as a social thing. Um, I could go out with a bunch of people, have a great night, woo, and that energizes me for um, a few days. And I think, you know, it's so important to include that because we do get so insular because you can just talk to people from your house. Like we got used to it in COVID. But actually seeing people actually doing something, getting, 
dressed up and going out or um, just getting out of your normal space can be energizing as well. So you might not necessarily know all the people that you're hanging, that you go out with, but you're in a social space and that's important too. So what are your examples of that? Um, I would add for me, I just love being in like productions or um, working on going to rehearsals each week, you know, loving that. That's a social event and it's something that I love. And I think as a new mum as well, that's something you have to really incorporate um, into your life because suddenly your life revolves around this child and, yes, you want to see people but also you feel very different and it's but you need that adult time as well so it's important to catch up with those people that just you can be you with have a good laugh and do something outside of your house space as well um so the final category is professional so professional self-care involves maintaining work-life balance as well as feeling fulfilled in your career. Now, we don't all feel fulfilled in our career. Um, you might not. You might be still searching. It's the start of the year. I think that makes everyone think about do they like their job? Um, I don't know. How do you feel in your career and how do you feel that your work-life balance is going? Um, especially since it's the start of a new year, you can choose to um, do that, change that. It's important. So here are some examples of professional self-care activities, which you might not even think are, but they are. Um, so sticking to your lunch breaks, actually having your lunch breaks, you are entitled to one. So make sure you take it, not eating at your desk. So you're not inclined to do some extra work while you're eating. Um, Work-free vacations. So if you go on holidays, don't do work. Um, leaving work the same time each day. So you actually go, yep, clock off, boom, done. Um, creating boundaries at your workplace by learning how to say no and giving yourself permission to switch off after hours. Um, I will be the first to admit that as an entrepreneur and as someone who has their own business, that is hard to do because you are constantly on you, um you can't help yourself. You're thinking about it all the time. And you think about it at night, you think about this, and you're home and you're like, oh, I've got some time. I shouldn't be sitting here just enjoying this show. I should be doing some work. Oh, someone's just messaged the website. Better get back to them or they'll not want to use me. Like, they're just things that you tell yourself. It's not true. Um, so learning to have that chop off time is really really important as well um because especially for your loved ones other loved ones as well so you might be like yeah but I love working late at night yeah but your your family or your friends or whatever would love to have you fully there with them fully present with them and it's important and if you if you did that more often you would find um, a better work-life balance. Um, so did any of those <laughs> ring true that you don't do that maybe you should do? Um, I don't know. There's just a few there. Maybe it would be interesting to you. I think that 
Yeah, it's it's so important. And I think there's so many areas. So again, those areas were mental, spiritual, emotional, social, professional. I gave you some ideas. Mate, you would have your own, I'm sure, as things that, you know, help you feel good um, and energized. And I just really, really encourage you to write them down. Write them down in your diary or your planner or your phone or somewhere that you see them and write them down as goals of what you would like to put into your diary this year. Put them into your diary and make sure that they're there so that you are actually making an effort to do it. Um, Me personally, I think there'll be a mixture um, with a new baby in the house, it makes it a little bit different. I do need that connection because I'm a, I'm a social person. So that'll be important mentally. Um, I do think that doing something different will be good. Um, I, I do like praying and all of that. So that will be continuing and singing for me is a real stress reliever and all of that. So I was making sure that I'm singing different songs. I'll probably just be singing nursery rhymes stuff, <laughs> but whatever, reading books um, and trying to work out that balance once um, with professional wise, I think that'll be really, really important, making sure that I've got that good work-life balance um, and getting back into um, exercising and all of that. So there, they're just mine. They make me think too, constantly, am I doing stuff that is revitalizing me? And if I'm feeling that way where I feel like I'm getting to the end um, depletion of my energy, I need to do something for myself. So I really, really encourage you to write these down. Um, But just have a think about it. Hopefully this has just made you think. And if it encourages you to add one thing of self-care to your timetable a week, um, I'm sure that you'll see some real improvement in keeping your resources running above and making you a better person in general for everyone else as well so that it's not just you running on empty all the time. So hopefully that's been helpful. Thank you so much for um, coming back and listening again. Um, hopefully you're getting something out of these. I'd love to hear from you, but, um, have a fabulous week and I will hopefully see you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that it was helpful or maybe just interesting or maybe just brought up something for you so I just thank you again for listening to the podcast please remember to share and like and subscribe that really helps us get it out to more people and um, just you know share some encouragement to someone else so uh, wherever that you listen to it please go and subscribe we'd love to have that have a fabulous week bye